0: Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Prime Defective Podcast. I'm Brian, and with me as always is Jared, Joel on True. Jared?
1: Caldor Joy, Brian.
0: No! Yes! No
1: Caldor Joy. God God damn damn it. it. All right, all right, all right. Joel on True, Brian.
0: I will, I'll never remember it. It'll always be Joel on True. It's ingrained in my head. All right, so I'm going to just assume that there's no Star Trek news.
1: There isn't. Okay, so we'll just move past that. Just assume everything is on hold for a long time. Uh,
0: so uh... Welcome back again to another episode. Uh, as you know, we uh, review Star Trek episodes. Uh, we have gone from a linear format to a, uh, what we're calling the Dabo Wheel format, where we spin the Dabo Wheel every week. And I, am lands- a, You know what?
1: I do kind of like the Quantum Leap analogy better, too, now, I feel. Even though I still think we, it's, we should do the Dabo Wheel. Like, as I was watching the episode, I was like, this is like Quantum Leaping all around Star Trek history.
0: <laughs> yeah, now I'm Data. You know, <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, last week we were O'Brien,
0: <laughs> right? So, we we uh we spin the old double wheel, we are uh landing on episodes anywhere between the next generation and Picard. And uh, this week we landed on season seven of the uh next generation, an episode called Inheritance. And uh, right
1: off the bat, I want to say, last week when you spun the wheel. And we landed on this one. I was ranting and raving that it was a crap episode. Yeah, you were wrong. Yes, after rewatching it, uh, I was like, "Wow, this was a solid episode." I like. No, well, we can, we can get into it. Let me let me right. I just, I, well, I just wanted to preface that because in case anybody was like, "Man, why did he shit all over this one?" Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about it
0: while I was watching it, and, and and not necessarily about the ranting and raving, but just comparing it to last week's. I was like, "This is head and shoulders above last week's."
1: Well, this episode taps into so much more stuff. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so this is an
0: episode, season seven, inheritance, directed by Robert Shearer, written by Dan Koppel and a whole bunch of other people. Yes, uh, I hate that there's always a list of 80 million people, but what are you going to do? And uh, we are going to use the IMDb summary of the episode, which is short and sweet. On Federation Planet Altria 4, Data encounters the former wife of his creator, Noon sung who claims to be his quote-unquote mother.
1: Dun-dun-dun!
0: Yes. Uh, the, I love the uh, entry to this episode where it is complete non-sequitur to what actually is going on in the episode. Like, how do we get Data to meet some Earthling
1: out here in deep space? Well, there are other ways they could have done that it was odd but it was
0: such a yeah it was such a weird yeah so this planet is in danger of basically um uh i don't know the 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 core, the, the core was if you was, ever go
1: see the movie the core <laughs> yes their core <laughs> solidified just like in that movie
0: right and uh they if it didn't get restarted it would the 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 i don't know it was gonna collapse on itself I don't know some weird bullshit but either way they the enterprise intervened uh, and in doing so put uh, data in touch with the person on this planet who just happened like that's what i'm saying like the the happenstance
1: of that happening like oh i just happened to be your mother well <laughs> i mean and again i was yeah i mean if, you, if well let's give the premises that she supposedly had uh been married to Noonie and soon and uh, was there when Data was created And kind of helped uh, nurture his infancy As it was As I said Now It's not unlikely that she's out somewhere In the quadrant doing something And they just happen to run into each other And uh, full credit to this episode Because a lot of the questions that I had Like, well why hasn't she contacted him earlier He's been running around in Starfleet For like 30 years Um, But that is addressed at one point in the episode As to why she hasn't contacted him
0: Yes. So, it,
1: good. So it wasn't like a big secret, you know. Like she wasn't like hiding from him or anything, right?
0: And we will get, we'll address that. Why? Right. Why? But uh, right off the rip, the first thing I was thinking of is when, you know, this planet reaches out to the Federation and uh, and the Enterprise is like, yeah, we'll we'll help you stop the natural order of events on your planet from evolving and killing your planet. Well, isn't that, a, isn't that against the prime defe- the prime directive?
1: <laughs> well, it's definitely against the prime defective, But yeah. I just assumed this was a Federation planet.
0: But it's still it. Oh, so they're not supposed. That's okay. That's true. All right. So they're not supposed to intervene on behalf of other
1: cultures,
0: right? Outside of the Federation, especially non-spacefaring or non non warp cultures.
1: Yeah, or any, like, you know, like, they don't like to get into Klingon politics and stuff like that, but if I assume if you're part of the Federation, you're like, yo, our planet's about to die, they'll send in the, the ship? I don't know, it was kind of weird that they would send in a ship and not, like, a corps of engineers and, you know, geologists and stuff, but, you know, it wasn't like they stumbled onto this planet and the planet needed help.
0: Right, that's true. Yeah. I, like, I, I totally didn't think about the fact that, yes, obviously this was a... Yeah, a uh, Federation planet, and that's why.
1: So- yeah, that would be an interesting episode if they stumbled onto a planet that needed help, and Picard's like, it's "Out of my hands."
0: And that's happened, <laughs> hasn't it?
1: It's they've touched upon it in other uh, other shows and stuff like that. Probably even in the TNG. Um, I know there's a very particular uh, Enterprise episode where like the the species is like being wiped out by like a virus or something, and they can cure it. And they weren't they're not sure if they should. But a whole planet where you're just like, oh, it's gonna be mass genocide. <laughs> and Picard's like, nothing I can do. Gotta go. Hmm. TV Picard. Movie Picard would totally like rip that planet apart with phasers and, and fix it for them.
0: <laughs> Action it to death.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: alright, so that's the 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 hook to get us into the storyline is this whole planet thing. It barely ever comes up. Um so now we've got this this communication this this relationship going on between uh juliana o'donnell who is uh sung's uh estranged wife <laughs> supposedly she claims mm-hmm. and data and data is immediately dubious of the claim which i like i i guess he like because he's just
1: immediately like i have to check these facts and i guess that's what a robot would do right I do the scene where they're having drinks, and she's explaining what was going on, mm-hmm. and Data processes all the information, and he's like, okay, well, I would like to corroborate all this. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> it just gets up and leaves, and I was like, yeah, that's about right. He Like, anybody else would try to be, like, a normal human would try to, like, not be rude and be like, okay, and then go to them. but Data's just like, nah, I'm gonna see if this is true, and I'll be back. <laughs> right.
0: So Which, he does, he, yeah. he he does go... And uh corroborates that this Juliana O'Donnell was on a transport with Dr. Sun uh, transporting away from the planet that okay. they had found data on. Uh, Omicron are, three, I believe it is. Percy eight I don't remember. Um, no. <laughs> uh, it, when when the crystalline entity attacked. So there's uh, Omicron some, theta, sorry, Omicron okay. theta. So there's some um, backstory stuff there starting off right there is that um you know we're, we're referencing the episode of when they find data on the planet
1: um or so it's well that's not an episode that no but they, they
0: they've talked about it before
1: it's, that's actually where they got lore that's what it was okay yeah they, they found lore on that planet so which brings up a lot of questions this uh, this this whole thing Uh, So, yeah, what she says is that there was an escape pod and there was only room for two Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and that they had to leave Data behind. Now, what I don't understand is why did Soon never go back and get Data?
0: Uh, I mean, I assumed because the crystalline entity laid waste to everything and it made it sound like once they got to where they were going, they were kind of stranded there. She kind of talks about being like alone in a jungle with no right. one to talk to and it made me think that they were kind of stranded wherever they ended
1: up. Well, that's where I don't I don't know if you remember the episode Brothers which yeah, is before okay. this where he meets uh and soon. He is living in a jungle type area. Um I mean it's a, it's it's kind of left ambiguous. Like there's maybe they're stranded there, I don't know. Um but she obviously got out. And they were obviously able to go back to this planet at one point. I'd I'd have to rewatch that episode. Maybe there was like a thing like there was radiation, the radiation finally dissipated. But somebody grabbed data off of there 30 years ago. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, there's some, there's... (laughs) Again, that's that's sort of nitpicky shit, because this this thing opens up so many questions about another show (laughs) Uh, yes, yes. So a I have no of... down here about that. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh so if you haven't seen Picard yet, there's probably gonna be a ton of spoilers in this episode.
0: Yes, so yeah, so that's a good upfront like yeah. uh we'll I guess we'll kinda of say like there's gonna be some spoilers moving into this, but of course the assumption when we're doing all these shows is that you've you're pretty familiar with the Star Trek Ov- Ovra Ovra. Ovra?
1: Your guess is the, as good as mine, buddy. I don't the, even...
0: <laughs> the length and breadth of Star Trek. Uh, all right. Um. So yeah, we'll kind of give a short warning before we get into that. But yeah, I ha I I wrote down some stuff about that too. All right. Uh. So so he decides that he's going to take her at her word for the after confirming as much as she, he could, and mm-hmm. says, "I want to get to know you more." Um. And you know they start what he starts playing violin for her right there is there am i missing something in between there between them saying that they want to get to know each other and then him playing the violin
1: uh yeah she said she wants to go to his quarters and and you know she's very much acts like a mother wanting to see how her son has progressed over the years yeah she uh, keeps th-
0: dropping bits and pieces about like um you know oh you, you we you, we you grew up kind of like a child like you know you had very you had a problem with your motor skills mm-hmm. and you had problems with um Kurt, being courteous. You were very curt uh you know you did downright
1: mean, rude is what she said. Yeah.
0: So so she talks about him as a child and then she explains that like after he went through all of that learning block stuff, they kind of just like wiped his brain, stuck all of the inhabitants of Theta Amicon Theta, Theta. Theta into his brain and then left him there before they took the, off jur- the journals. Escape. The journals of those people, right? Yeah, uh, and that's what you know. We we've heard about that before too, about the journals of these people.
1: Yes, that's a prior episode too, where there's a woman from Omicron Theta that he runs into, who they're trying to contact the Crystal Identity, and uh, she tries to destroy it instead. And he, I believe, reads the journal of one of her daughters or something like that to her. Right. So we're so we're
0: learning, and we're fi- we're actually you know starting to also believe that she's his mother because she's pulling up stuff that we've seen before there's a lot of references to prior things with data
1: but she is filling in well i shouldn't say filling in gaps but she's definitely adding to the story there's not a lot that we know about data in his early early years you know right
0: but it's it's a combination of both it's it's
1: yeah it's talking about stuff that we've already heard and it's good
0: callback information but then yes it's also building on top of data's storyline
1: yes Um, and this not only does this Bring up a lot of questions in a f- in a future series, but this does uh reference a lot of older episodes as well. That's that's what I'm saying. Oh, is <laughs> that that's what I've been saying? I feel like I said it more succinct than you. <laughs> uh,
0: well, I, every time we talk about something that's been in a prior episode, I've been bringing it up. I'm like, oh, we've talked about the journals, we've talked about him being found on that planet, we've talked about the crystalline entity. Um, so now they're in his quarters. He's playing violin and showing off his artistic ability basically and she's like oh i know that piece let me i'd like to get a a practice the other part in it and we could play it together and then starts looking at the paintings that he's been doing that he Mm -hmm. has on the floor that he's been working on and immediately jared i thought the the, horse the The horse horse playing the saxophone (laughs) Like I want to see the picture of the horse playing the saxophone, and there's. It's even... funny.
1: <laughs> Go ahead. It's funny that you went there because I instantly pictured in my head the masterful Commander Riker one. <laughs> I don't because there's. I'll show it to you one day, but there is another one where Data does a painting or something like that, and it is like a comically hilarious <laughs> painting of commander Riker, like smiling and giving like thumbs up or something <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as she gets to the painting where she's like oh who's this i yeah. was like oh god it's gotta there's gotta be an edit out there where it's the Riker one well and that's what i kept thinking
0: too because she gets down on the floor and she's looking at these paintings but our point of view is where she is looking at the painting but we're looking at her from the other side of the canvas
1: right we're seeing looking. the back of the painting
0: Right, we don't we don't actually know what she's looking at. There is one time eventually they show what she's looking at. But I just kept thinking of what the edit is for that online where they just cut to two hands holding a picture of a horse playing a saxophone. And I was like, God, I want to see it. I want to see it so bad. It but like, I,
1: I, I took over the ship once just to destroy this baby.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> On a side note, if you don't know what we're talking about... <laughs> Go to YouTube and type in TNG edits and just have yourself a ball.
0: (laughs) Oh, they're so good. They're so good. So she's flipping through the paintings and she comes across a painting of a young woman. And it's... Data explains that that's his daughter. And what? Lol. 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 Which is, again, another episode. Mm -hmm. And he, he explains to her, like, I felt the need to procreate, so I created a daughter and she asks where she is and he's like well the um the matrix I created for her was unstable and she kicked it and she becomes a little upset
1: and as she's getting upset Data decides to kick her in the balls with the in a sense you're her grandmother (laughs) Mm mhm uh which just makes her break down
0: (laughs) and I expect her to like run out of the room like with the arms flailing in the air crying which she kind of does mhm um so, we kind of find out though later that the reason she's so upset is because she lied about there not being room on the escape pod.
1: When well, she left. You're kind of. There is a little bit before this, and it was another thing because one, I was like, that's what I liked about this episode. Someone took some careful care care in this because originally I was like, why haven't he, Why hasn't he mentioned Lull yet? And then they show the painting. And then I was like, why haven't they spoken about lore yet? Mm. And then they do speak about lore. And, um, Mm -hmm. you know, she talks about how how hard it was to dismantle him. And how scared she was. And then there's the mention of three other androids prior to lore and data being built. That they had to dismantle. Right. Uh, Which, again, I haven't seen this episode in a long time. But... I've always hated the fact that they used the character B4 in the Nemesis movie. Um, I was like, you're just making up a new android, huh? And I was like, apparently, that was not the case. Right. That could be in canon. B4 could be one of those three. That's what I assumed,
0: uh, having known about Nemesis now watching this.
1: Right, now! But back then, I was like, oh, you just made another soon uh, soon android? Okay, whatever movie. (laughs) <laughs> um, now, now I gotta take it back <laughs> so yeah um, so she go ahead Yeah, so they reference Lore and how it was really hard for what she did and she felt bad which then plays into the next scene where she is uh, saying that there was room in the escape pod and then she begged Noonien not to take you Data because she was afraid that he might turn into Lore one day
0: right and I actually was starting to think about this episode in the social like context of like she wanted to abort data
1: (laughs) well shit data does confront her on that before we get to that though what is interesting about this is that and her reasoning kind of makes sense because lore is the one who who brought the crystalline entity to the planet right to destroy it so if i were her i'd be like your previous android is ripping this planet apart I'm not taking that other one.
0: Yeah, it's like... I mean, honestly, it is just like children. Like, if you have a child who's a fucking Hellraiser, you're not going to want to have another kid. Yeah, probably not. (laughs) If you have a kid who's a real dick, and you wait long enough, and they're continuously a dick, you're going to be like, I don't want to have another kid. They're they're dicks?
1: (laughs) And then Data gives her the old, do you uh, put biological life over artificial life? Question.
0: Right, and I... I feel like this question is unfair. It is, but... Because I could store you away for 30 years, and nothing would happen to you. I can't store a biological being away for 30 years, because in 30 years, they'll be 30 years older, and they might be dead. Right.
1: But, they also didn't go back for him. Right, but Which we don't know th- what the
0: circumstances were.
1: I know, and I'm really... Uh, that was the only part of the episode that I was like... Why haven't they addressed this? Why isn't Data like, why didn't you just come back for me? You know, you knew I was around. Why wouldn't you contact me? Well, and now and we, I mean, we know why she didn't contact him, but... Uh, this episode <laughs> brings up way more points that I like than Picard has
0: regarding uh, artificial... Lore,
1: light- re- regarding lore, regarding... Uh, Lull? Mm-hmm. These are all things that should have been brought up in that show that weren't. Season two. Yeah, maybe. Now no, <laughs> they're not going to be going over Data <laughs> shit again, are they? <laughs> I don't know. Get two more androids out there before Data. You never know. I'll tell they missed a great opportunity to not have lore come out of that hole when they contacted the, uh, supreme AI beings or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now we're in, obviously, spoiler territories a little bit for Well,
0: I, not anywhere near what the rest of this show, this, this episode contains. But, right. Um, anyway, so let's... Now,
1: let's now, before we move forward, I want to ask you a question. Yeah. Did you know the hook of this episode, the surprise? Yes. Oh, you did? Okay, I wasn't sure if you remembered or not.
0: I mean, I could kind of figure it out by what's going on in the episode and the, the weird looks that Data is giving mm-hmm. her... And knowing the history of who we're talking about in this episode, <laughs> uh, yes, I, I if I had not like it, all kind of jogged my memory. But yes, I I could figure oh, it Oh, see,
1: I'm trying to because ma- I wanted to know if you hadn't seen it because it does feel almost like a misdirect. Like, like obviously, when you when you rewatch it, you know what he's looking at, but otherwise, you might think he's just like scoping her out because she might be up to something nefarious, you know. Mm. And like when Data does have his suspicions and he goes to dr crusher he still doesn't come out and say it. he's like i just have reason to believe she's not who she says she is
0: right and even when she's talking to Jordy, though Jordy says why would anybody want to pretend to be your mother what could they possibly come to gain and he's like i can't think of anything so mm-hmm. like i just I, that even at that point i'm like there's she's not lying she's i don't think that she's doing anything for a nefarious reason and then, like I said, watching the episode and watching Data give quizzical looks at, from time to time. Now, <laughs> I wouldn't have come up with the things that he came up with. Obviously, for why he thinks you know mm-hmm. something's off, but you can tell that he thinks something's off. And when you when you think that Data think is something is off, and he's dealing with stuff with his father, then yes, I I was able to put it together. But mm. anyway. They uh, after this they go and practice and tend forward and they play that piece together and that's one of the times when Data gives her that weird look. That's also when they start talking about she lied about the ship. There was room. They have the discussion about biological life over artificial life.
1: No, that um, was down. On, that was down on the planet when her husband. Yeah, we forgot to mention that she's married. Oh yeah, she's married to a dude. Or some alien dude. And I love it how he walks and he's like, "Hey, Data." you know, I heard you were mad at my wife. <laughs> and Dana's like, I can't be mad at her. <laughs> yeah, I just thought a, that was funny, the way that he addressed that. It was a weird exchange, totally. Uh-huh.
0: But they have that exchange, yeah. So they kind of clear the air about everything. Um, Then they, my, my most, <laughs> I was like, why is this scene in here other than he needed to see her playing the violin again when they do the, when they do the piece in front of an audience well it must be it was- as boring as fuck to watch a robot play a violin like and again i kept <laughs> in thinking real life like, or in the show <laughs> i kept thinking about the tng edits like that's like they had like i feel like that would have been something of them watching him play that violin
1: there is a great feature on Netflix where you just hit the arrow button and it just skips and you can see where you are. Because every time they were playing music, I went, bing, 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 bing. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Don't I care. Did it too.
0: Um, so, yeah. So, after they play together, then... But that is
1: true. You're right. Because in, in context of the show, since Data even claims that only Artificial Life can play the piece, like, Perfectly. How is him playing it any different than listening to a recording of it?
0: Right, and actually, no soul whatsoever. He is just playing notes. I mean, that's that's the thing about it is like He's playing it technically proficiently perfectly, but there's no nuance or soul to it. It's just a robot playing it, which is like somebody playing... Uh, you know, I guess,
1: a... you know what, it's probably all of them just indulging him. Yes. Because he wants to be more he- They're like, oh, Christ. Okay, Data's doing another thing. We've got to listen to his poetry. We've got to listen which, to his violin.
0: Which I understand earlier in the show. Not by season seven. By season seven, I feel they're just like, come on. <laughs> We've seen you play a million times. I now, granted, he's playing with his mother, so it's a little different. And it does play into the overall plot a little I bit. I just feel like everyone there is rolling their eyes. Especially Picard. Like, I feel like Picard is like, ugh.
1: What are you Hello, talking right. about? P- Data was Data Picard's best friends. best friends. Yeah, right.
0: I know. I know. Uh, so after the after the the, the the concert they put on for the people, then yes, David goes and talks to Crusher and uh, violates all the HIPAA laws and says, "I want I want to know about my mom. I think there's something wrong with her. Check the scans from when she was transported aboard." And they're like, "No, everything looks fine." Normally I wouldn't do this, but here's her full medical records. Yeah. (laughs) Hippolys are gone. And then there's an uh, emergency on the planet due to the drilling they're doing with lasers from the ship. They go down to try to fix it. Uh, Data and his mom. And then there's an accident. Data tries to save her
1: (laughs) and then wings her. (laughs) So I was... (laughs) In my mind, I remembered like, I was like, I thought, like, a rock fell or she fell off a thing. I didn't realize that, like, they're trying to make a jump. And she's like, and you don't see the distance at first of where but, they have to. and But right, it looks I'm, pretty like,
0: far from the, from the, like, it looks like it's high.
1: Oh, well, I thought they were trying to jump over a little space. Because she's like, I can't make the jump. He's like, yes, you can. And literally, Dana was just like, no, you can jump 20 feet down into boulders. Yeah. Is what he did. Dana lands perfectly. <laughs> And I'm like even if she were human <laughs> right she would not have survived she would have broken both her legs
0: totally and not only that but he doesn't like she doesn't like try to like hang off the cliff and drop down he throws her yeah like he should like, just he picked just her, wings her. And-
1: <laughs> yeah she just picked her up and jumped
0: so then... But, but as we know
1: from watching other episodes, Data loves to throw people. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: um, so here's where we find out that, in fact, Data's mother is an android. Because in the fall, her arm comes off, and she shuts down. Um, which is a big surprise to everybody to find out that Data's mom is actually an android.
1: And this immediately raises a ton of questions for me. But uh, So... Well, hold
0: Mo- on because okay. we'll get to it because i want i do want to address all the picard stuff okay. but i want to do it at the end of the at the, you know, at the end of what I was covering this so he drags her back to the ship she's not responding uh they attach her arm but she's still not waking up and they're digging around in her brain in her positronic matrix and there is a tiny little data chip well that-
1: before before they even get that they make specific note of that Everything about her is to fool you into thinking that she's a human.
0: Yes, yeah, she puts out false biometric signals. Right to she has make tear th- ducts. to make people she, think that she's human.
1: Yeah, she obviously she sweats because they made a point of showing that. Tear ducts sweat. Now, there is another important thing in here that uh that piqued my interest that was never brought up. She go uh Crusher says Data, she has an aging program just like you.
0: Oh, I didn't hear the just like you bit.
1: Oh, you didn't catch that part, right? No,
0: I heard her. I remember them talking about the aging because uh, it gets mentioned
1: again. Or it was like an aging appearance program or something like that. And she goes, just like you. Mm. And I was like, what the hell? I, I'm like, well, that would explain, you know, why Data looks a little bit old. Even between season one and seven, he looks a little. You can see some bags under his eyes. Right. Um, but. Again, I was like, in, uh, okay, we'll bring it up at the end. Right, yeah.
0: so, so the data chip, they take it, Data goes, it's a holographic interface data chip that he uses, and it is a hologram of Dr. song sung who says, if you're watching this, it means that something's happened, to, or you have figured out something about Juliana. Right. And I'm going to answer your questions, and then when Data introduces himself, <laughs> the hologram's like, Oh, Data, my boy, I was hoping it might be you who figured it out. I've created a whole other subset of program here to answer your question specifically. And again, Data doesn't ask him, why did you leave me on the planet? (laughs) (laughs) So we find out that Juliana actually was a real person uh, who lived on the planet and was married to him in secret, but uh, got injured in the the attack from the Crystalline Entity. And even though they did escape on the ship, she fell into a coma. And died when they got to where they were going. And now, this
1: is a this is a goddamn Black Mirror episode that went on that we don't see, <laughs> right? With what, <laughs> with what he does. <laughs> so rather than process grief appropriately
0: and move on, he creates a brand new android and uses the engram uh, copy. Her. He tries to perfect his engram process to put her memories and everything about her into this robot. So when this robot wakes up. He, she thinks that she only fell into a coma from a serious injury and then woke up perfectly fine. Meanwhile, her dead body was in the next room. Yeah. Feeding other plants. So <laughs> it's it's a, it's an interesting thing. So he creates this to kind of move on. But the robot gets fed up with him <laughs> and leaves him.
1: And he she lets thinks, it happen. And,
0: and she thinks, but just to remind, she thinks she is herself. She does not know she's an android. Right. She believes she is Juliandra Juliana O'Donnell. She becomes fed up with him and leaves and she he never tells her you're an android and she he lets her go on and live her own life. Mm-hmm. And says
1: <clears throat> you must never tell her. Now, here's the interesting part. At some point, Nolan soon must have shut her down while she was still living with him and installed that chip because there's information in there. That's much later You know he's like after a time things were good And then she got sick of me because I didn't love her enough So he, at one point he went behind her And hit a button And turned her off And put this new information in before she left <laughs> So uh, Yeah
0: it could be Or it could just be that he can actually Beam that information into that ship Yeah I guess that's true
1: yeah, But yeah it's joke.
0: an imperfect situation Because he's talking about her After she left him Yeah which doesn't make any sense because how is he supposed to get there Well, at
1: least up to the point where she left him.
0: Yeah, but so the doctor tells Data, don't ever, don't ever tell her because I have programmed her to shut down if she ever finds out that she's an android. <laughs> well, and no, no, no,
1: no. He says the if she's ever injured, she's shut down because remember that they would do mean discuss- she would find out, right? But if you actually tell her, she won't shut down. Hmm. Because, remember, they have a discussion later where they're like, should we tell her?
0: But that doesn't make any sense. If she's injured, she's going to shut down so she doesn't find out. Right. But you can tell her and she's okay? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Fine. So, yeah, I'm, they have a, they that have a makes quandary about, he, Data has a quandary about whether or not to tell her. But... This... Regardless, regardless of that, there's one more thing that Noonan says. Right. That... I think he says it, or Data brings it up later. That he has programmed Juliana... With it aging to age at the rate that she would have aged. And die. And, and shut down eventually shut down and die. Which we'll get into. So I thought that it was all very interesting. And then Data gets out of the hologram thing. Starts Juliana up again. But it also has a conversation with the rest of the
1: Enterprise crew.
0: Uh, and this know. was
1: interesting. But what And also what I liked about it is what that... Not everybody all agreed on what they should do. Right.
0: It's it's a it's what I am saying, like I kept thinking throughout this episode, I'm like, this is a pretty good episode, whether or not it's a it's not a star you know, it's not a science fiction y episode. episode so much. It's a kind of a very close personal story, but it's so rich in the yeah the background of this character and furthers along his story and really shows a lot of depth in the writing for data.
1: Yeah, I always skip this episode on rewatches. I just I just remember thinking it was boring for some reason. So, again, I, I apologize for telling everybody that it was a boring episode because it does add a lot to data. Um, and she's a good actress, too. I mean, it was a really rock-solid episode.
0: Yeah. I was uh, When you were telling me about it last week and then trying to compare it to last week's turd,
1: um, <laughs> I, I was not looking forward to watching this. But the more I watched it, I'm like, this is a great episode. Yeah. Um, Um, and again, in that scene where, like, Dr. Crusher was like, well, if it was me, I'd want to know, and Troy's like, I don't know if that's such a good idea, this woman's been thinking she's a human for 30 years, and you're just gonna, like, rip out the rug from under her, and Picard was like, shit, if I know, it's up to you, Data. (laughs) Right, and
0: Data is even in a quandary because he's like, should I, he's like, I don't know if I should tell her, because she deserves to know, or whether... I want to tell her because it's in my best interest because then I'll, I won't i will be alone in the universe. Right. And I thought that that was very interesting. But in the
1: end, Data does the right
0: thing. Right. He says, you fell and got hurt, and uh, that's it. <laughs> it. Let's her go on her way.
1: Yeah. Now, go back to the scene where they're all discussing what they should do with her. Mm-hmm. I was shocked that not one person goes. Should we tell the husband? I thought they did. No, data data says he does not know. He doesn't. They say that he doesn't know, but they never bring up should we tell him.
0: Oh, I just assume since he doesn't know, yeah. they're not telling her that they shouldn't tell him.
1: Well, I they obviously don't tell him, but I was but I was still shocked that not one person would go like. You know, there's another question here is that there is someone here married to an android and doesn't know it. (laughs) You know, and like, what if he finds out? What is he going to do? I don't know. I mean, again, that's probably a lot to pack into one episode, you know. You could have a whole other story about that. What if he does know?
0: And just doesn't say anything? Thinking that nobody else is ever going to find out. Maybe she got hurt at some point in time.
1: You think he'd be more protective of her, though.
0: Or, or they she's would an
1: Android, or well, <laughs> protective in the sense that she doesn't get hurt. He does say to her when he's when she goes down to the planet because he was hurt. He didn't stop her. But that would be in, a little interesting bit of Data confronting him and and trying to explain it, and then him going, "I already know." You know, <laughs> like uh, ten years ago, she fell off a horse and whatever, and <laughs> I don't care. I love her. I fell off a horse, and that could even. <laughs> Just, the doors played the saxophone. The doors played the saxophone, so he even brought it all the way back around. <laughs> um, and that could inform Data's decision to not tell her. But I guess that would be two husbands kind of like saying the same thing, like, you know, don't, please don't do anything. Either way, the fact that nobody brought it up and just let this poor slob stay married <laughs> to a machine.
0: <laughs> so... So in the end, yes, he doesn't tell her. She he lets her go live her life on the planet that they saved. The end. Good episode. Solid. Uh, she's never brought up again. Well, I mean, it's it's almost the end of the sea, the series anyway.
1: Right uh, now, the question it, part and the spoiler part. First, my yes. first immediately the whole time I'm watching because I, obviously I know which I knew the ending too. And I'm like, sweat glands I get, tears, the aging program I get, I go, what is this, where does the food go when she eats it? <laughs> like, <laughs> if she eats food, is there, is there a, a, a digestive system inside her? There's got to be. That like got be can
0: some I, kind of mocked up digestion system that mocks, you know. I your, guess
1: so. Your, uh, approximates digestion and poop. I had just pictured her crapping out solid food. <laughs> and thinking and like so- normal? And thinking it's normal. Or, like, just, like, in her mind, she sees regular, uh, you know, <laughs> garbage feces. Well, and that's the other thing about these androids, is, like, do these... Do I mean, did Data ever need servicing? He... Well, not, like, update servicing, but he does mention in other episodes about, like, certain things that he, like, ingests to, like keep his joints oiled and shit. But he's an or- earlier model. Right, that, too, that could be too. And I, that's what I figured. I'm like, okay, maybe this one just doesn't need any servicing or anything like that.
0: Right, this, this model is head and shoulders above Data and Lore. right? Which is funny because then we get to Picard. <laughs> so we're tough. gonna, there's gonna be a ton of spoilers here for the series, Picard season one, if you haven't watched it. Uh, yeah. If you haven't watched it and you want to quit now, thanks for joining us. Uh, we're not sure what episode we're going to watch next week yet,
1: but... Just try to s- skip through and get to the end. Yeah. So, Or maybe um, you can mention when the, when they in the time code when they can jump back in.
0: Sure, I can mention it in the show notes. Um, so, spoilers for Season 1 Picard. So, watching this episode, there's tons of crap mentioned about androids, and of course Season 1 is all about androids for Picard. Mm-hmm. And... Picard's relationship with Data were their best friends. Um, <laughs> so we, we we talk about Lull uh, which is mentioned in Picard. But is it? Yes, because they think that the picture and the, the person in the painting uh, is is another is is Lul.
1: Oh, I when I showed that painting, it was clearly Doge. But and... they
0: mention that it looks like Data's daughter.
1: Right. Which but they don't, makes they don't me mention think... her by name.
0: No, they don't say LOL, they just say Data's yeah. daughter. And what makes me think that um what the hell is his name? Maddox? Mhm. And like he modeled Doge. Doge? Like And the,
1: who was the The other
0: dog Doge Like Doge is that her name? I don't I remember. So. D- D- Doge and Sashi Sushi? Pashi? Poshi? I don't remember. <laughs> but he modeled them to look like Data's daughter from the painting? I guess so. I don't know. Anyway, that has nothing to do with this, but they just fact that they mentioned Lull. Um yeah. what it all what is all the stuff for Picard is um the lifelike androids that sweat and cry and poop apparently. Um and the aging. Process, because mm-hmm. I was thinking, why would anybody want to make an android that ages? And I was like, they mentioned that here at the end of TNG, and I never remember that until, of course, now thinking about because of Picard, because at the end of
1: Picard they say, "Yeah, we only gave him ten more years to live." Right, <laughs> but that, but for Picard, like at least in that part, that, that was more of a shutdown program like that Juliana has. Right, what they mention is is that like physical aging of the face. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it looks like you're aging. Mm-hmm. Is what they they don't need to do it with Picard. The guy looks like he's on his deathbed, right? <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> you know, but it was always something that they had brought up with Brent Spiner. They're like, we don't know how long he can play this. This is pre uh, able abing to de age people. Um. Right, like, he kept he, saying, he... I
0: don't know if I want to play Data again because I don't I look just look... like him anymore.
1: Right, well, you have an aging program. We know this now.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I, that's why I'm, I'm surprised they put that, like, they must obviously put that in there purposely at the end of TNG, thinking that they were going to keep doing movies. Right. And that that character would be around. But it's funny that I never remember that at all. Mm. That it has never been brought up. And the fact that Red Spider keeps saying, like, I don't want to be it because I'm, I don't, I'm, Haunchy and old and baggy. And, and
1: well, now they know
0: now that he's got an aging program.
1: Yeah, but also they ruined it. I mean, you're, I mean, one he said he's never going to play the role again. So, which I guess is fine. We got like a fitting end to Data, sort of.
0: Yeah, I mean, he can't play the end. Again. He can't play Data again.
1: He could play lore. He could play B four. And he could play. Now, the other question I have.
0: He could play Noonian Song in a hologram.
1: For real now,
0: not without the applications.
1: Yeah. In the show Picard. Okay. Towards the end, a character shows up who looks strikingly like and Soon and claims to be his actual biological son. I can't remember his name. We'll right. call him and Two. Yes. Is it's not it's not brought up who the mother is in the show, but I guess we're gonna assume it's Juliana O'Donnell. ...prior to her... slipping dying. into a coma and dying...
0: ...which I... happened... ...when the crystalline entity attacked... ...which means it was... ...the child... ...she was pregnant with the child... ...or the child had already been born... ...by the time that they packed data and mothballs and left.
1: Right, so... ...so this sort of doesn't jive... ...the two... this ...this episode and the, the Picard show... ...because there's no mention of the child... ...when she talks about it, obviously... She doesn't say, I ran with my baby, you know. Because when he's like, well, do you put biological life over AI? She'd be like, absolutely, I had my baby with me.
0: So, maybe she was pregnant before the entity attacked. She slipped into a coma and was pregnant. And they kept her on life support and alive so she could give birth to the child. And then they let her go.
1: And the android raised the baby? Yeah. Yeah. Before she left. I mean, well, I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that the android raised the baby because she died, so it had to be an infant by then.
0: Right. Well, who knows how long it took Sung to actually make the android after Juliana kicked it. Oh, he said, three days. Oh, that's it. I don't remember. Yeah, he mentions it. He goes,
1: three days after she died, I this one woke up. Oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. So. If we're if we're saying that she just failed to mention the child, maybe she didn't want Data to know that she had done such an awful thing by leaving him and taking the baby. That fucking android raised that baby, unless, and who knows it? Unless Noonian Two is not really human, or Noonian Senior banged somebody else.
0: Yes, but, but he does say I had one true love in my life.
1: That's true. And age-wise, that, that Noonien uh, 2 that we saw would, would be about that age.
0: It's all very so, interesting.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that, so I, was, I was also wondering, because in the Picard series, you remember they outlaw synthetics. Correct. And I'm wondering if Juliana was still alive and somebody went and chopped her head off. <laughs> like, you know, because there are people on the Enterprise who knew about it.
0: Uh, I was... Yeah, but I'd assume she's already dead by now.
1: Yeah. Picard's still alive. They didn't seem that much older than each other. Mm, I don't know. The actress is still alive. Could have brought her back. Showed her running with laser blast, followed her. Why are you trying to kill me, I'm a human? <laughs> <laughs> have those, uh... The Vash Gajosh, or whatever <laughs> they're called. gosh Vash gosh Yeah, trying to attack her. <laughs> Dude, wouldn't
0: that have been a fucking trip if she actually showed up in that show? Yeah, I know. And like, we have no way, like, where the fuck is she from? And like, oh my god, she's from that one episode.
1: Well, I I might have recognized her because I knew that she because she's also been in a couple other uh, episodes of other shows. She showed up in Enterprise one time as a Vulcan. Um, so I might have I might be able to put that. I mean, the fact that they went down the rabbit hole with Maddox, why not go with this? But then again, we're dealing with Alex Kartzman, so <laughs> who knows? But all, uh
0: all in all, I enjoyed the episode. And yeah. like I said, I was like, oh, all this kind of stuff tie- actually ties into Picard, and I thought it was very interesting. Yeah. Rock solid, A plus. Yep. Yeah. So, that's our review of this episode. Alright, time to spin the Double Wheel. Woohoo. <laughs> where where are we quantum leaping to?
1: <laughs> so not what the wheel sounds like.
0: <laughs> we are gonna watch Voyager. Oh, boy. Season one. Oh, boy. Episode six, The Cloud. <sighs> Season one, episode Oh, my six, God. This has
1: the famous line, I believe. The Cloud. The, there's coffee in that nebula. I think. Ha!
0: Ha ha I just saw a coronavirus meme with her doing... There's toilet paper in that nebula. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, Alright, The Cloud, gotta remember that.
0: Voyager Season 1, Episode 6, The Cloud. Uh, thank you for tuning in for another episode of the Prime Defective Podcast. If you uh, enjoy this episode, please let us know. Tweet us at the Primedef or uh, feel free to leave notes on the show when we post it. Or you can email uh, Defective at gmail.com. We are also part of the soon-to-be-named network, supposedly. We'll get our shows posted on there. Uh, feel free to peruse other shows on the network, And uh, that's all I got, Jared. Sounds good to me. All right. Well, until next week, Joel on True, Jared. Joel on True, Brian. Deanna Troy, is that who you're going to visit?
1: Yes. Your father would be so pleased. Pleased? Well, he was worried that the
0: sexuality program he designed for you wouldn't work. You misunderstand. Counselor Troy is a therapist.